so you know it's been like you know it's wedding season y'all we out here you know no what don't tell me okay fine go you remember that one time when you uh how i think like every time we go to get a bride ready for the reception mm-hmm. i'm always like oh my god it's the same sweet like i wonder like yeah like just the thought of like people like yeah that poor mattress that them, <laughs> people are having sex in the exact same room yeah as yeah. other couples that we've like and then i never used to think about it until yeah i was faced and now graveen has seen multiple i was faced with the evidence <laughs> graveen has seen multiple evidences yeah in multiple situations y'all let's hide the evidence a little bit better dude graveen's seen people's condoms <laughs> in the garbage <laughs> when, we, when we go to get them ready for the reception oh, holy oh shit bro yeah no traumatized please, please guys and obviously my it's brain goes straight to like asking like the all the irrelevant questions <laughs> yeah and i'm just like too stunned to speak for a little while and then I'm, oh my god i wonder if they're just like th- these people are just are like so tired that they just like don't even like realize that they should be like hiding that yeah could be but then it's like the next day like or like you know a but little they, while or later. maybe they just like forget about it i don't know i feel like anytime i've needed to like let's say hide something from like you know someone you guys take your condoms and go too much of them in a fucking cleans and put it in cleans do we oh have to break every little thing down no, but then even like every time that happens like when we see that i'm always like thinking like how did they even have the energy yeah like the girls been well, up Pam, since yeah you're like the you, girls been up since like 4 a.m right 3 yeah, a.m people's energy levels they come in waves well, they, she, she just gets a fifth wind and fucking yeah. goes to town. But then also, then I started thinking about like, it's hot the, the day you're wearing like so many. You fu- can come back, take a quick shower and, you know. I don't know. I just think it may, what if it's he, 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 the moment. I think you're overthinking Am it. Am I overthinking it? Yeah, you are overthinking I just, it. I honestly just assume that no one has sex on the wedding night. Uh, like like brown people, people do. Oh, clearly we've fucking seen enough of Gondama yeah. and the fucking <laughs> garbage with no cleans. That's been a new trend this summer, I feel like. I feel like we never used to see them before. Yeah. Why is that? I think it's just like that generation is getting married now. The ones that... That That just DGAF. Before, up until like this year, it was all like auntie uncles (laughs) getting married. Now it's all like the Gen Zs. Yeah. They don't give a fuck, you know? They're free. summer fresh canvas wants to help all you brides to be right i know so many people out there struggling with their skin you want that flawless makeup application you gotta take care of the canvas baby talk to someone who's experienced professionals who actually know skin and can recommend something to help you fresh canvas will literally give you free advice and discounts if you book a free skin consult with them and tell them that we sent you all right their july specials off the heezy once again ladies you can get full legs laser for 170 dollars 
underarms for only $28. Never got to worry about, oh, I can't wear sleeveless because I got to shave these pits. All right. For the guys, they have men's underbody, upper underbody. <laughs> Why did I read that underbody? They got men's upper body. Okay. For $250. The Oxygenio Super Facial for 130, micro needling for only 199, and so much more. Fresh Canvas wants to give you all 15% off all of their services, including the $350 full body laser and 15% off skincare, right? Shop online for brands like Zoe Skin Health, IS Clinical, Elta MD, Skintress, and Eminence Organics with code COACHES at checkout. Visit www.freshcanvasspa.com. Go visit them and let Fresh Canvas's team of experts take care of you. Yo, I'm having a really hard time this summer. With what? Doing weddings. Because I'm just like extra like the key. Not like the key, like extra like. I think I figured out why this summer has been like weird for me. Why? Even Pagawantaman is married. Oh even, my even, god. Even Thaman got married this summer. Dude, bro. <laughs> bro, game over, bro. Pagwantaman. Oh, dude, my parents were in town the day Pagwantaman got married, and oh my god. Pagwantaman! It was on my TV. Had a 2022 wedding, and I didn't, okay? Oh. <laughs> Bhagwantaman. But also, what was the need for him to have a whole ass I don't know, wedding? but Bhagwantaman's name is pretty fucking funny. Bhagwant. Bhagwant is like the name that you like say as like a joke. Like, I'm going to name my kid Bhagwant. Do you know <laughs> my name was almost Bhagwant? <laughs> <laughs> don't you remember? I told you this. Yeah, because when my parents got... Pagawantani! <laughs> Yo, I'm going to call you Pagawantani. No, don't call yeah. Pagawantani. I'm 100% calling you Pagawantani. Did you ever watch Pagawantaman when you were growing up? Like, he was such a funny character. Pagawantaman's like it. A com- he was like the Kevin Hart of our, like... He was the Kevin Hart of Punjab. Yeah, he literally was, because he was literally short, too. When, like, Pagwantaman went into politics, I was like, what, Pagwantaman? He's just, like, a little joker guy. But that's everyone's goal. The Punjabi person's goal is to, like, get into fucking politics. Yeah, you, like, get famous doing something else, and then you're like, cholo. It's the P2P pipeline, Punjabi to politics. <laughs> what? You know, like, girl wrote the article about the viral bride to, like, influencer pipeline? Yeah. The Punjabi person is, like, any Punjabi person becoming P2P. a politician <laughs> pipeline. <laughs> She's, what is it, 16 years, 12 or 16 years younger than him. And people were like upset about it. And I'm like, there's people in Hollywood that have way bigger age gaps. But Wantamans, isn't he like 65? I think he's 54 and his wife is like 38. He's 48. What the fuck? He looks way older than that. He's only 48? Yeah. He's pretty much Tony's age. Okay, dude, you can't let that get to you. He's... And also, everyone was like, okay, of course, this chick is like, why wouldn't I? She's a doctor, by the yes, way. What the fuck is she doing getting married to Pagawantaman? Power. Political power. What the fuck does she need political power for? You're already a doctor. Well, you can make all the money you want. Because in India, that's what you need to freaking survive. Political power? Yeah, man. I wish it was Pagawant. And then it was also, then they're like considering. Made by PB, Pammy and Pagawant. <laughs> No one, if your name was actually Pagwan, I honestly think if your name was Pagwan, book us? I 100% think that. I don't know a single person. I think 
your life would be a struggle all around. Yeah, it'd be very different. In this world, in the Western <laughs> civilization, <laughs> if your name was Bhagwant, I think there's very limited things you could have done. Oh my God. You would have had to have some type of office job or something. What? No, you would not be able to be a makeup I know, artist. I wouldn't even get an office job because you know how like there's like a subconscious bias to like when people read names on a resume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. even get an interview. Yeah, you would not be a makeup artist if your name was Bhagwant. Made by Bhagwant. Everyone would be like, oh, I'm not trying to look like an auntie. <laughs> yeah. But then obviously like I'd have a nickname then like. If you just stuck with Bhagwant. I would have a hard time making friends and that would completely change my personality. Yeah, like your name is like your brand. Okay, so what if my name was Tanya? <laughs> yeah, then it, then it would be fine. People. Would... I don't think so. I don't think I would be myself. Of course you wouldn't be. my name was Tanya or Tanya. Isn't it crazy how your name affects like... Oh, 100%. How much it affects your life? Yeah, why do you think that I took like my, naming my kids like so bloody seriously? But now do you feel better after all your those submissions? After for seeing the, the condoms in the garbage bag? Uh, no, garbage your bags? submissions for when people found their significant other and got married and did whatever. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I think I already knew. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, we did a little submission thing. I did a little submission thing asking people when they met the one. Getting, you know how like we were taught growing up that oh you should be married by twenty four, have kids at twenty five, twenty six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to have any and all the kids that you want to have before you're thirty. Thirty, yeah. Oh, I was talking to um someone who was telling me that they were talking to like a a doctor, mm -hmm. and the doctor was like, I don't start to worry until the girl until the girl's like thirty nine to forty. Yeah. I was like, what? I thought the people started tripping at 30. Like, I thought no. doctors were tripping at 30. No, they're not. They're like, we start, we start to worry at 39, 40. Yeah. But before sense. that, you're good. Yeah. I, I was so. I, it's because we've literally just been brainwashed. That's by, a, I don't think a lot of, I don't think a lot of people know that. I don't no, think a lot. No, they don't know that. People, not enough people talk about these things that. Yeah actually matter but like if somebody's like oh yeah you know ideally you want to be you want to have kids by this age and then that just like catches on yeah and that's it like now people are stressing but like i feel like fertility issues can happen at any age they can 100 you can be in your 20s and have like issues 100 percent. yeah anyways i think that like uh, submission thing i did on instagram was like an eye opener for a lot of people right and i just it's so much better to have kids when you're older because you're so much like you're more wise you're more secure with yourself and you're not putting all your lack of wisdom and insecurities onto your shit uh, onto your kids onto, <laughs> onto your, your shit <laughs> i was gonna say your shit onto your kids you know you're not putting all your insecurities onto your little shits <laughs> <laughs> onto your lindy <laughs> this is what i'm finding when People have kids younger. They're at this like crossroads where they're like, okay, do I give up my everything that I am and just focus on raising my kids at this time? Or do I, you know, try to find a balance and still do what I need to do, still try to take care of the kids and they're struggling? Whereas, because you still want to, let's say, like maintain a social life, hang out with your friends, all that, or your friends are hanging out and you want to be there too. But then when you're older and you're just like so much, you've done what you needed to do. You're so much more secure with you, yourself and your situation. 
that like you're just over it like you don't even care i obviously am on the side of having kids when you're older because <laughs> i don't fucking have the <laughs> opportunity <laughs> to be having them younger but like i think like it makes more sense because like when you're older you're over that partying phase mm-hmm. you're over like you know everyone's like oh i'll travel travel when you're older whatever but I get fucking tired at 8 p.m. Yeah. I don't want to be in fucking Barcelona. Exactly. Like, I want to be in Barcelona when I'm 20 fucking two. Yeah. Doing that. You guys will travel when you're older, but, like, it's different. It's, oh, it's so gonna different. Change. Your freaking brain is never the same again. You're always going to be worried about yeah. other shits. Yeah. Your shits. So. <laughs> your shits and their shits. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't even post, um like, majority of the answers I got, but so many of them were what? first there was more there was way more oh. so many of them were the first kid 33 or older and that's i think that's that's the new normal and it's better this way i think that's the new normal but i also think people are like because so many people are shocked they're like i'm fucking flabbergasted like i feel so much better now like i thought i was behind yeah no this and that nobody's behind man. one of our friends or girl people that we know her timeline is like the best in my she opinion. She also had a divorce in there. After the divorce, it was great. <laughs> I don't remember the exact ages, but what was it? Like her first, what, how old was she when, she when she first got married? 24, 25. And then she got divorced at... A few years later. And then she had her second marriage at 39? Yeah. And when did she have her first kid? 40, 41. And then her second at... 42. But And she's one of the people that I think of that she's like... She's just such a good mom. Yeah. Because she's, this is just a time where it's just like now this is a good time to raise your kids and just focus on them. Give them all your attention and like, you know, so much of your time, which is really all they want. Ripped it. She ripped it. And she looks like she's mid thirties. Yeah, man. It's because she had no stress. Yes. Until she was 100%. Her first kid 41 or whatever. <laughs> can you think straight when you're hungry? Yeah. I can go 2 p.m. But I and I won't get hungry. I can't even go fifteen minutes past waking up. Really? Without eating. No if I do, I feel like I'm just I'm starving. I've never eaten anything. My whole day is ruined. Like yesterday I got hungry at 1 30 PM. That's when I ate. Oh. <laughs> what time did you get up? Eight. <sighs> I, that's very bad. That, I, that should just tell you how slow my metabolism oh, is. Oh <laughs> my god, Pam. Yeah. Yeah, that should literally tell you how slow my metabolism is. Dude, I can literally eat right before I go to sleep and I'll wake up several hours later in the morning and I'm like, okay, I need to eat. Like running down to the kitchen. Like, I wish I was that fucking hungry. I wouldn't. I don't know. But then I feel like you'd have other problems. Like what would you feed yourself? Then I, But the, my lifestyle, my lifestyle would be accustomed <laughs> to that. So far, I've just had the world's slowest fucking metabolism <laughs> so I don't have to eat ever. So I never learned how to cook. But it's all like... <laughs> I don't know. When we when we had that last summer, yeah, it was so busy, and we were always together. Yeah, and I was eating. As, I was eating. <laughs> I was eating as per your schedule. <laughs> it fucked me up after two weeks. I was fucking hungry all the time. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck this bitch, man! I don't even get anything done." <laughs> She's fucking eating all the time. Get <laughs> anything done. <laughs> because I was literally, I literally noticed after two weeks <laughs> last summer, I was like hungry all the time and it was because we were fucking eating every two hours we were eating something oh my god like normal people like every two to three hours we were eating something and i was like what the fuck and then it started to piss me off i'm like i can't fucking I can't do keep this. up with this 
Then winter came and I went back into bear hibernation mode. <laughs> to eat for 17 days at a time. <laughs> I turned into the grizzly bear that I actually am. <laughs> went into hibernation. <laughs> grizzly bear. Yo, but wait, can we tell that story about our bride that was telling us about the black magic situation? Bro, I want to so bad. Okay, guys, we have another fucking bridal story for you, okay? <laughs> oh my God, thank God we have something to talk about. <laughs> we had this like one client okay who told us the most fucked up black magic story that happened to her yeah she was telling us about this situation when she was in university at the time and she was like out of town for school and she was living with a roommate and they had a they had rented a house together right yeah yeah an apartment an apartment yeah an apartment so they're both from from calgary and they were out of town for school and it was her and another girl. Yeah, her friend. That were living together. That friend of hers had a family friend. Yeah. That came to like stay with them. At her parents' house. At her parents' house. And then at some point she went to their place yeah. as well. She's like, after that girl like came to stay with us at their house yeah. in out of town, wherever. She's like, fucked up shit just started like happening. She's like, me and my roommate started fighting all the time. She's like, we never got along after that, like properly. She's like, whereas like we lived together for years and that was never the case. Yeah. Like we always got along. But like ever since she came in the picture, like everything started going like fucked up. And and then she's like, my friend's sister, um, her and her boyfriend started having issues. Their family business and shit started to have like problems my she's like my friend and her own like boyfriend started having issues and all this type of stuff and her bride started telling us that she herself started getting like these insane nightmares like she's like it was the exact same dream every single night uh, for two months yeah and she's so like creepy. and every time she's like i'd wake up in like a sweat it got so bad to the point where she's like, I would try to keep myself up at night because I knew if I went to sleep, I was going to have that fucking dream. Yeah. And it was just like the most terrifying dream. And her dream was like that. She was like walking to her room and she felt like something was behind her. And then or like something was like following her. And then she would go and hide behind her dresser and she would hear all this like rattling coming from like the kitchen area, like pots and pans and stuff. And then she's like, I, I, I would like look at the door mm-hmm. she's like and i could see the figure like approaching the door and then they would stop right at the door and stare at the dresser exactly where i was yeah and start laughing maniacally yeah. at me and she's like and then that's when i would like wake uh. up she's like i had that dream every single day yeah for and it's just like the feeling that came with it that it was real yeah, yeah so she's like it was like that intense right yeah she's like we had a another one of their friends Mm-hmm. come over with her brand new baby so then one day one of their other mutual friends came over with their brand new baby and she's like as soon as the baby got into the house it was screaming like would not stop crying would not stop screaming she's like we tried everything feeding changing everything like and an hour had gone by and even like the friend was like i don't know what the fuck my baby's not like this is not normal yeah she's like and while this was all happening that friend got a call from her mom being like where are you right now um she's like oh i'm at like 
my friend's like uh, home like I brought like the baby here and our bride was telling us that that girl is a Native American yeah and her family comes from like a lineage of like spiritual healers or something yeah and her mom was like get out of there right now yeah she's like and take your baby and get out now she's like there's something in that house you need to get out right now this lady was on speakerphone so our bride heard everything and then she's like that girl's mom did not know that she was at our house she did not know the baby was there like none of that she's like she's just like get out now and then so they all left even like my bride and her like roommate packed their shit they're like like, fuck this this, bro (laughs) deuces She's like, so they got out of the house, they left, and then that that girl's mom who called yeah. came to the home and did like a cleanse or whatever. And she's like, yeah. there's something fucking here. Yeah. Like you this is not like good energy like space. This is whatever. not, yeah. Like this is you guys should not be here, right? So then they drove back to Calgary and that that our bride's roommate went back to her family and like told her family what happened. Yeah. And they called some type of like pundit or whatever to the house to do like a puja, right? And our bride was at the house during this, like, puja. Okay, so before they did the puja, they, like, searched their house. Yeah. They turned the house upside down to see if there was anything there. Someone left something there or something like that. And she's like, they found so much shit yeah. all around the house, like hidden everywhere, like little bag, cloth like little packets. Packets and shit like that. She's like, and then they found um, little, like... uh, papers with all their names written in sanskrit with needles going through them yeah she's like so then the next day they did the puja or whatever to like cleanse the thing or whatever and she was there like our bride was there during this whole thing she's like while this like puja was happening and she's like i could just see the pundit like while he was doing his like situation like his eyes would like dart to like one corner of the room then go to like to the next like he's like watching something like Hmm. darting across the room yeah and then she's like and he bought this like statue thing made of gold Mm -hmm. she's like and by the end of the puja it had turned black yeah from all the bad vibes and we're like (laughs) that is sucked up what the fuck and this isn't even like a third second hand account this is a first hand account yeah because she was there yeah and then and all this was like there's so much stuff that was happening to her too. Yeah, so there, it's like, and her like fucking nightmares at this point were like still happening. That's why she was at that puja. Yeah, she's like, and after that like puja thing or whatever, like everything kind of like settled down for her. Like nightmares didn't go away. Yeah. Then they drove back to like their school and the house that they were staying at, and they did the exact same thing. Like they flipped the house inside out to see if they could find anything. Yeah. They couldn't find anything, and then they remembered that that girl. That roommate's family friend, when mm-hmm. she came to visit them, she gifted them with like a baby the, Yoda doll. Like a baby Shrek. It was a baby, oh, baby Shrek. Yeah, it was, it was like baby a baby Yoda. Shrek doll. Yeah. And they looked at it and they noticed that the baby Shrek doll had like a diaper hand stitched onto it. Yeah. They're like, what the fuck? And they opened up like the hand stitched like diaper part of it. And inside was like a little cloth baggie with some shit in there. Yeah. And they were like, we took that. She's like, we drove it to the other end of the fucking city. Yeah. They lit it on fire and then they threw it in the river. Oh, yeah. They lit it on like fire, threw it in the water. She's like, and my nightmare stopped that day. Yeah. Wild. She's like, immediately. She's like, my nightmare stopped. Everything just like felt better. Yeah. She's like, it was just, oh my God. I was just like, holy shit. 
And then they're like, oh, they, her parents, like, because was that girl living with the girl, other girl's parents? Yeah, and then they kicked her and out. they kicked her out, like, literally, like, and that she never denied it. That was the ultimate, I think, creepiest part for me. She never denied doing all that shit. Guess who's back? Back again. Chutney's back. Tell a friend. Chutney's Indian Grill, they're back on the pod. Canada's first fast casual Indian restaurant. Differently Indian. They're the Chipotle of Indian food, all right? Fast, fresh, healthy. They got meat, veggie, vegan, gluten-free options. You walk in, build your own butter or tea or your bowls. You choose your proteins, toppings, and your sauces and your chutneys. And let me tell you, chutneys doesn't fuck around with their chutneys, all right? Their chutneys slap so hard, okay? My favorite, peach and mango. They also have a green apple and coconut and a creamy habanero. They got so many. Those are the just three of my favorite. Dels that shit on some line fries, my favorite. You guys know. Make sure you guys check them out in South Surrey at Grandview Central. Follow them on Instagram at Chinese Indian Grill. Chutneys is also now growing and franchising in the lower mainland. Visit them at www.eatchutneys.com to learn more and find, find out how you can become a part of the Chutneys team. Also, make sure you guys mention the podcast to get the discount, okay? I'm trying to save you some money here. Take advantage, all right? Chutneys Indian Grill. And our bride was telling us that till this day, she's like, my friend's parents will be like gardening in their backyard and they'll still find shit. Oh, till yeah. this day because that girl had access to their house for like a long prolonged period of time i would immediately sell and leave 100 percent. and also and this is also why i only like to live in new houses this is <laughs> why gravine i was saying like all this shit i feel like happens so much to like our parents generation yeah because they're so open with al- allowing whoever the fuck to yeah. come stay with them. Yeah, that's true. I can count on one hand the different people that have come to this house and have been here for over a year. Yeah. This is just let anybody into their fucking house. I feel like my parents need to cleanse their house. Okay, when I was like younger, not that much younger, while we were in the same house, and my dad had invited his a bunch of like acquaintances, like, you know, like a bunch of like dudes or whatever. And then one guy brought like another one of his like friends or whatever. And they were like drinking, having like a bucket up party in the basement. Right. Hmm. One of the men who came there was like extremely jealous of my dad. Okay. And he went into my mom's waxing room at that point, which wasn't like a room yet. Yeah. It wasn't like set up for that yeah and he came out and he's like okay yeah we gotta go like let's go let's go or whatever they leave my dad comes upstairs goes to bed and then we get woken up by like fire alarms right yeah and my dad goes running downstairs and you know the washroom that's in the hallway by the garage door yeah yeah. right it flames like like that door is shut and flames are coming out what You've never mentioned this before. Flames are coming out of that washroom. Entire main level is black smoke (gasps) everywhere. My grandpa is sleeping in that room that uh, by the garage. Yeah, he's sleeping in that room, so he's right in front of that fucking washroom. All of us go running out of the house. Like we were like younger at this point. Yeah, and my dad found out after that that guy who lit that teddy bear on he lit a teddy bear on fire and threw it in the laundry basket because our washer dryer's in that washroom and bookered and left what yeah what about the one that he lit on fire in your mom's that one like disintegrated or whatever but (gasps) like he tried to do it from both areas the (gasps) basement and the upstairs (gasps) oh no yeah oh my god 
there we're like i understand the like hospital like you know it's, yeah but there's also so much danger attached to it and there's all, all already so much jealousy as it is in like this fucking culture yeah, yeah yeah and all these people believe in this fucking do all this jantar mantar fucking shit <laughs> yeah. and who knows what p- type of vibes people have towards you or anything like that but that's why i think this generation we're very sensitive we're to very sensitive and we can tell when someone has like negative energy and we just don't associate with them 100 percent. and we, and also we keep our circles very small yeah, yeah right yeah, for yeah, the most too. part and i feel like this type of shit obviously i don't think is going to happen in like our generation that much because we keep ourselves so exclusive yeah yeah we don't allow people into your you shouldn't be allowing people into your space man yeah especially if they they don't something doesn't feel right yeah because my dad used to have those buck party and shit all the time with random like oh my god yeah man's tried to fucking kill our whole family bro and i don't know i asked my mom what ended up happening because i think my dad ended up confronting that guy yeah like how'd they find out it was him because some someone told him one of the other guys was like yeah we know like he did it yeah because also the other thing is this he's don't fucking press charges and shit look oh at the fucking discount discount that happened at that bride's house <laughs> everyone fucking kept their mouth shut that's true we also don't snitch like that risked a whole family's yes life yeah but my dad obviously was like why well, can't I say anything no but like those friends that if they saw him do it for them to stop it at that time, it should be like, oh, I, I can count on one hand when uh, this he has done the right thing. <laughs> People are messed up, man. Yeah, man. And now that I think about it, I feel like Sohila is like very sensitive to this kind of stuff. Oh, really? Because like certain places like she goes to and she's fine. Mm-hmm. Certain places for no reason. She just loses it the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, dude. After that, after that bride told us that story i literally started thinking about how much our families allow different types of people into their homes yep and just interact with people that they know yeah or have bad intentions towards them yep. how many times can you think of your own family 100 allowing people to come into their home that they know yeah have bad ill towards them i know it and they're just like and we tell them, we're like, oh, you know, why Why are you telling them to, like, come here or stay here or, yeah. or whatever? And it's like, or, like, how do we tell them no? Yeah. Oh, my God. But I think we just stay, steer clear of this stuff, like, naturally, because we're not going to be like, oh, yeah, you're my Gandhi God relative. Oh, yeah, come stay just here. Come stay here, yeah. My home is your home. I think it's, like, allowing people into your personal space yeah 100 like your personal space should be like very sacred to you 100 percent. how funny is it when the bride was like oh yeah my mom is like very sensitive to like people's yeah. energies <laughs> me and pammy are looking at each other like oh she was like my mom is very sensitive to like different people's energy like if someone comes into the home and she like she can sense like no like something some there's like bad vibes here and then she'll do like a cleansing like a yeah. whatever she'll do like doom for whatever yeah the, whatever and then right away i was like being so nice i was like yeah <laughs> i just got like so self-conscious i'm like i know i have good vibes but like i really hope that they're showing uh, showing through right now i don't want my vibes to be off so i hope they don't, I don't do like it. i don't want to accidentally give off bad vibes i don't want them to be cleansing the house after i leave <laughs> fuck man <laughs> worried about my fucking oh vibes my God. I, I can send good vibes. Yeah. Like when I have a conversation with someone. Yeah. Or like sometimes when someone will like hug me, I can sense, I can like feel the warmth. Oh. Yeah. I like remember that one uh, bride we had. 
it was last year okay and remember i was telling you after i'm like i feel like she is such a pure soul i remember i kept talking about her i was like her like so, i feel like her soul is so warm and she's yeah. like so i don't know i just like got a crazy like good energy from that girl those are the type of people you need around you you know yeah man cut off the bad vibe folks bro cut yep. them off dog like i feel like it with people who have bad vibes you can tell oh 100 yeah i can tell but yeah but nowadays nobody puts up with shit anymore just yeah. because like you know we don't know what to do about it like it's very easy for us to just like cut off contact. Yeah. I also, even when people give um my kids stuff, mm. if I don't like the person, I don't keep what they gave. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. No. You have to, man. I didn't know that. 100%. I didn't know you did that. You have to. What? Then you'd end up this freaking baby Shrek situation. Yeah, but I didn't think about that until she told us this story. But you've been doing that prior. Yeah, I had no idea. Because then I, every time, like I look at something, I just like I feel the feeling, and then I'm like, I'm definitely not putting this feeling on my kid. Oh my or god! Or having the little freaking creepy little teddy bear sitting around watching us all the time. Oh, one time, like Tony literally made me throw. Oh, even Tony, eh? Yeah, he was like, he was extreme. He was just being like pissed, but it like seriously good riddance though of like, because mm -hmm. like that family actually does have like truly bad vibes all around mm -hmm. to the point where they gave us like we met them like somewhere out of town to the point where that stuff didn't even make it to Calgary. Oh, wow. Like he just made me before we even went into like the people like whose house we were staying into their house. He made me throw it out. Oh, God. the whole bag. Obviously, we're not going to have friends, like, over friends gifting us stuff, like, people that we don't like. Hmm. It's always, like, family. <laughs> or just, like, you know, people that you're related to and yeah. whatever. But yeah, you have to be careful. I was <laughs> just thinking about, like, remember when I told you the story about that girl that asked to be my friend? Which, which one? You think there's just one girl trying to no, no, be no. your okay, friend? No, no, Okay, hold on. There was this girl in high school that, like, had just moved to, like, our school. And I was the only person she knew because our dads were friends. Okay. So then like, she didn't know anyone else. And so she was trying to like hang out with me and like be my, be my friend or whatever. Right. And I just got like, we I just didn't like her. I just like didn't like her. I just got like weird vibes. energy, weird vibes from this chick. Right. <laughs> I didn't. And I just like, I just, I, but I couldn't explain it. So I couldn't just be like for this reason. Right. Yeah. I, I would actively like avoid her and not hang out with her or anything like that. And then she like called me out one day. She's like. I want to be your friend. Like, can we be friends? Yeah. And I was like, I seriously looked her dead in the eye. And I was like, I have too many friends. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I actually have too many friends and like I can't like keep up. So I don't have any more room. That's what I said. Wow. And yet you and you live live by that. You still live by that. Oh my god. <laughs> but it's so funny because you still you do still like say that now too. You're like, I can't make I know, but you're like jokingly you'll be like, you know, I can't make any friends. I can barely like, you know, keep up with the four friends that I have. Yeah, exactly. But trust me, bro. But I only said that because that was the only reason I could think of at that time. But you do you have always said that you're sensitive to people's um is it people or places? It's people, right? Their energies? I don't know about their energies. I can just like, I, can, I get a very quick sense of like, if I like the person or not. Yeah. 
And it's so funny. Once again, Tony's the exact same way. Really? Yeah, you two are the same person. I know. I think it's so funny how literally how me and Tony are the exact same person. Yeah. You can't escape. You I go can't. home to Tony and you come here to me. The only difference is you don't drink Crown Royal. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so, if I did, I'd relax. Yeah. <laughs> Like to the point where Tony's pointed out several times, hmm. he's been like, "Yeah, something's off about that person. I don't like them." And I'm like, "What do you mean? Yeah, it's fine." And then like years later, something will come out, really? and I'm like, "Yo, dude!" So one time, someone, one of um, our family friends, yeah, she used to tell me all the time that she would get like weird, like like senses of like people and stuff. Right? Someone was interacting with like her family. Right. And every time that guy would come around, mm. she would start to smell like piss. <gasps> what? Yeah, like a rotten, like a piss smell. What if that was just his odor? <laughs> what if that was just his piss? <laughs> no, but she's like, like it was like it was too it was like really pungent. Mm. Like she's like, where like and I was the only person who could smell it. She was like, That's like I would crazy. ask people, like, do you smell this? She's like, and everyone would be like, yo, shut the fuck up. Like, no. <laughs> and then years later, they found out that he was actively trying to fuck over her family, like in a really oh. bad way, financially. Oh. Yeah. She can smell the vibes. Yeah, yeah. And then that exact same person. Yeah. And she was dating this guy, right? Mm. And all him and all of his friends were going to go out to a party. Mm. She just, she's like, I just had the absolute most dreadful feeling that something bad was going to happen that night. Mm. She's like, and I had never done this before. I had never stopped my boyfriend from going anywhere. Yeah. She's like, and I, re I refused to let him go to this party. She was like, if you go, we're done. Yeah. Like she was like, I was adamant. She's like, I was, and he and thought it was crazy. Like this we bitch. got into a big fight. She's like, it was so bad. Right. Yeah. She's like, but I just, I just, I couldn't shake the feeling. And that night. Yeah. Someone drove. Okay. A truck into the club that they were at. <sighs> oh. That his friends went to. One person died. One person got paralyzed. Oh my god. Yeah. All right, we're gonna hop into the coach of portion of podcast where we answer your question and react to your Please don't think anything we say is serious. We're talking that shit. If you need real question help, please reach out to somebody who knows what we're talking about. We're just doing entertainment purposes only. <laughs> Whoa. I wonder if that counts. Hi, couch. Hi, <laughs> couch. That's literally what it says. And you're literally like a part of the couch right <laughs> yeah, now. I'm, I'm like melting into this couch <laughs> yeah. right now. Hi, couch. When I was 16, 17, I went on Omegle randomly one night. What's that? Okay, well, now we have to fucking explain to the senior citizen Pugawan. Oh my god, don't have you. You guys we have, have to explain to Pugawan. I shouldn't have reminded you that my name was almost Pugawan. <laughs> we have to remind, we have to explain Omegle to Pugawan. <laughs> What so, is it? Omegle is like a site. It's like, have you heard of chat roulette? Uh, yeah, I remember we talked about chat roulette. Yeah, it's like that. Okay, it's okay. the exact same thing. It's like you log on and you just and different. I'm sorry, people, these things are still going on. Yeah, people are. But she said sixteen, seventeen. But people still go on like Omegle and stuff. Oh. Go onto the website automatically. Your webcam like turns on, <gasps> and there's other people in the world who are on the website at the same time. Okay, and you just. The, it like randomly connects you with another person okay so then you can see each other and talk to each other and, or if you and then you just click next and you get connected to the next person blah, blah blah but there's lots of like 
you know, guys just like jerking off on there and <laughs> shit. And like, <laughs> it's just like very dangerous That's what to I'm me. Thinking. I'm like, isn't it creepy? Like- yeah, it's creepy because like, you don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. Right. Anyway, so she was on Omegle randomly one night because I was bored. I started talking to this really cute guy. Okay. He was maybe 23. Hello, police. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Yes, I'd like to report. <laughs> oh, my God. We stayed up talking for hours and then exchanged Skypes so we could continue video chatting. We talked for months, maybe almost one year. And then I somehow got locked out of my Skype account and lost its contact. I'm now 25. How does that, old does that make him? She was 67 years older than me. Okay. And the other day, I swear I saw him wearing a suit, sitting with a bunch of businessmen at a cafe. I sat across from them keep, and I kept staring to remember if it was him. And I'm almost certain it's him because I noticed a beauty mark that I remember he had. Excuse me? He would now be in his early 30s, and I didn't notice a ring on his finger. Shortly after I sat down, though, they all got up and left. I think the barista noticed me staring because he kept smiling at me. So I started chatting with him and told him about my story. And he was like, oh, my God, girl, they come here every Monday around this time. Should I go again on Monday and talk to him? Oh, the last time we spoke, I was a freaking teenager. And what the hell would I even say? Like, hi, do you remember the 17 year old you used to Skype with almost 10 years ago? Oh, wait, this website, this Omegle thing used to be around 10 years ago? Yeah. What? Okay, that's the shocking part of the submission? No, this whole thing is shocking. But, okay, sorry, did she at some point mention that she knew his name? No, she didn't. Actually, that's a great question. Oh. She probably does know his name. Okay. But she just doesn't have any way of contact. She lost his contact 10 years ago. She probably didn't even have his last name, maybe. Actually, you could Google anyone you these days. You could easily Google, like, first name, city. Yeah. And f- go through everybody yeah, with that name. Yeah, but what Gill? How many fucking Harpreet Gills are there in the world? <laughs> what if he has a very common name? Okay, let's just chalk it up to that. Sometimes it's very hard. I've tried creeping people, and I'm like, fuck, I'm not going to be able to <laughs> find this person. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, You know what? My biggest thing is... You know is, what? Do it. Yeah, my biggest thing is always, am I going to wonder about this for the rest of my life yes do not wonder about shit okay i 100 percent would if i was her i would go back yeah yeah i would honestly just be like oh my god are you so and so yeah and then if they were like yeah i'd be like okay this is like the most weirdest thing ever yeah but do you remember and obviously pull him to the side so you don't tell him in front of his fucking co-workers hey i'm the 16 year old that used to chat with when you were in your 20s <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that'd be so interesting like what if it was him and then what if they reconnected and then they got married <laughs> yo you have to do oh it oh my god yo please do it for the couch yeah <laughs> the couch and Pagamanth are counting on you <laughs> also i've had this happen way too many times what? where i'm you were so, on omega no where i'm so sure that somebody is like uh, somebody that i see randomly is somebody that i know or somebody but this is a quick a quick way to answer your fucking curiosity especially guys like they all like so many people look not they all look the same but so many people like look similar don't many brown guys look the exact same if it's like a brown guy with a beard like oh my god like best of luck okay but anyways but it will still eat you up inside 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, 100%. Girly. Yeah. You need to but maybe this time go. change the way you look a little bit so that he's not like oh my god it's the same creepy girl that was staring at no, me. No, the other no, day. look extra. Fu- look fly. Make sure you look fly. Okay, go there. And he's oh my god, bro. <laughs> you need to make sure you're there as soon as the cafe opens. <laughs> and then you have to provide an update. Yeah. And the way that you can provide an update, I'm gonna take out where he's from. I'm gonna bleep it out. Oh, okay. Okay. So when you submit again. You're going to name the place that he's from. Yeah, yeah. Dude, what if they start talking and they fucking get together? Yeah, that'd be crazy. That would be, that's honestly wild. It's literally roulette. It's talking. literally roulette. Yeah. Chance roulette. And then you lose contact and then you randomly see and if them. And this person is him, you better freaking marry him or stay with him for the rest of your life or whatever it is because holy shit that's crazy that, those are the signs yeah from the law if anybody needed signs if you needed are. a sign this is like a blatant fucking yeah people are taking like the lamest things and thinking is this a sign no this is a sign we used to oh my god we used to love doritos chips and then i was at the grocery store and i saw them is that a sign? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is a fucking sign, bitch. Let me tell you. And I'm just going to completely overlook the fact that he was 23 and you were 16, 17. I was going to overlook that fact. But this is less of an age gap between me and Tony. Yeah, but it's different because 23, 16 is a little bit. Whatever. Age doesn't matter now. Age is just a number now. After your 18, age is just a number. Can we fast forward to fucking next week? <laughs> Yo, you, this she better be writing in freaking Monday evening. Yeah, you better be writing in when you were walking back to your fucking car, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? She? Damn, girl. Okay, we're gonna call her Omegle Girl. Okay. Has anyone you know had a super obsessive mill? I'm getting married this year, and my future mill is so picky and wants to be involved in everything. My bridal shower is coming up in a few Bridles. weeks. <laughs> is that what I said? Yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes when I listen back to the podcast episodes, I notice that there's so many times where I'm just like saying a normal sentence and I'll randomly say something like bridal. <laughs> and I won't even like notice it. <laughs> and people will message me about it and I'll get so annoyed. I'll be like, what? <laughs> yeah, because now it's stuck on the airwaves forever. <laughs> Why can't I just speak normally? Like if I'm talking too fast, yeah. I'll just yeah, yeah, yeah. Random- I'm just- <laughs> <laughs> and it's so embarrassing. My bridal shower is coming up in a few weeks. And we were finalizing our numbers, and she was upset that she can't invite all the people she wanted. Mind you, all the bridal showers I've been to have been pretty intimate, and I'm a halfie, and never been to a large one, which I'm guessing my mother-in-law thinks I'm about to have because my fiance's family is Punjabi. Mm-hmm. My friend says there's, theirs are usually bigger and everyone is invited. I feel so uncomfortable saying no to her because our venue does have the space, but I genuinely don't know the people she wants to bring, and I don't get why she feels like it's okay to invite them or make it awkward. Like, I'm out here thinking I can invite five from his side and it's all good. They're out here trying to make his side 25. Like, what am I missing here and how can I tell her no? My mom stuck and says, since they're my in-laws, I should let her invite them. But I want to stand my ground. She's actually pretty nice, but because of the language barrier, I guess traditions. And I guess traditions, I feel like she doesn't really 
get when I say no. Maybe there's a lot more to unpack here than the bridal shower, but Jello, we can start with that. I don't know what's going on, and I don't know if it's only in Surrey right now. This is a thing that even I noticed. What? That a lot of people, like the guy side, there's a lot of the guy side at a bride's bridal shower these days. Sometimes I'll have like my friends or cousins go to somebody's bridal shower and it's like a Gandhi gone person and they're from the guy side. Like Max, like one, two. Like the the guy's mom, sisters, maybe a cousin yeah, that they're close very to. Yeah, that's very close. And, that, and, they, and they all are close to the bride too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then that makes sense. Yeah. But then I get it too because then it's like, it like for a bridal shower, like, you know, it's only like the girl side buying the couple. They're like, you know, wedding gifts, essentially. So, you know how go to have weddings and like they have like their people are buying them. They're like, you know, toaster ovens and freaking waffle makers and stuff for the at the wedding. Like those are their wedding gifts. Whereas our wedding gifts are like, you know, the hundred dollar bill. Yeah. But like we're getting the toaster ovens and the waffle makers and the glasses and funday and all that at the bridal shower. But it's usually just like the majority of it is the girls, family and friends. So that's where I think like, okay, fine. I'm not 100% against it because I feel like this is, you know, leveling the leveling the playing field. You know, I'm making I'm all for equality here. Do you know what someone told me recently? That white people have started doing this new thing and it's just a matter of time before desis get wind of it and start (laughs) doing it too because (laughs) we've been doing that since the beginning of time. Except we do weird shit like only like, you know, 50 people from a girl's side but 500 people from a guy's side at the reception. Here's a new thing that white people have been doing that desis are about to catch on to and start doing themselves. Yeah. Grandma showers. So like when somebody's about to become a grandma? Yes. Excuse me? Yes, yes. Gore are doing grandma showers. I thought it was like grandma showers. Like, I don't know when the grandma's retiring. No, no, and no, you're gra- like, you know, no, no. That would be a retirement shower, Fully I guess. becoming a grandma for the first time. And it's just a matter of time before this. He's getting, they're just looking for the next thing yeah. to do. <laughs> to freaking throw a party for and get their hair and makeup done for. Um. Anyways, what is this girl supposed to do? I think, you know what? I ha- I'd have to take it up to 10. I think five is too low. Because when I think of, now that I think of my sister's bridal showers, they had at least 10. I mean, whatever, I guess. Welcome to the rest of your life, girl. Nothing you about, if you get married to a Punjabi guy, nothing you're doing for the rest of your life is going to be intimate. Yeah. So this is just a great way to ease you into it. This is just a great way to ease you into what your life is going to look like. You should have thought of that before you said yes to him, okay? It's just how it is. And honestly, I just, now that I'm thinking about it, I just wouldn't want to create problems at this point. That too. But like, then pick like- your battles, bro. Like, there's lots of things that you can fight about later down the road. Yeah. And I guess standing your ground and shit, but your bridal shower guest list is not the one. Yeah, There yeah, are yeah. bigger issues that are going to arise. And trust me, you're going to want to save your cards for that, okay? But maybe just mention, just be like, mention to him that, hey, I think this is weird. It's fine, but it's weird. So then next time when you need to pull that card. Yeah. And then like, remember? remember? (laughs) (laughs) Why do we say that at the same time? (laughs) Remember? Remember? Yeah. Mention that it's odd. And then just say, you know, I'm not particularly a fan, but I don't want to upset your mother. 
And I will invite the 25 fucking people that she wants to invite. But you remember this conversation. And then just walk away. You remember this moment that I was the bigger person. And let it go. And then you can bring it up later in the next fight. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag toxic. <laughs> Hashtag stay toxic, girls. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> no, man. Honestly, if you're wondering if this is like normal, yes, this is normal. And no, you're not going to be able to do anything intimate for the rest of your life. So just get used to it. Yeah. Hey, coach, my 25 year old brother has been dating a Japanese girl for the past nine years. I'm older than him, so he doesn't share the exact timelines with me, but he's known this girl since grade eight. Recently, he has been trying to include her at family activities where parents aren't present, but I can feel the tension as she isn't as extroverted or even willing to open up a little bit to the entire group. She's intimidated from us jerks. Why does she have to open up to the entire group? Yeah. I literally don't know why he likes her. She won't even talk to any of us. Okay, when I was reading this, I was like, is this person okay, This clueless? is just the cattiest sill ever. Sill? <laughs> I'm, I'm officially not myself. I was reading this and I was like, or do people just not understand that like when you meet a sibling's partner or even a friend's partner or a cousin's partner or something yeah how they act in the group setting is not how they act with their partner in private yeah 100 percent. they have a intimate relationship okay so for you okay so for you to be like i don't know why he likes her because she's not extroverted first of like, all that's none of your beeswax none of your business because <laughs> she throwing it back bitch okay that's what people don't think when they're like oh, i don't understand how my brother can date her i don't understand how my guy could <laughs> you don't want to there's plenty of reasons why he's probably with her and that i probably one of them okay <laughs> <laughs> and how she acts in your group family settings has nothing to do with why he's with her and why he's not with her. Okay, that's just an add-on. Yeah. It's not, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I hate I hate when sisters say that type of shit. So annoying. Because we've made her feel as welcome as possible and I've tried arranging multiple meetings. I have even gotten her birthday and christmas presents to break the ice i come from a very large and traditional family being with being with a non-brown girl is a problem in being with a non-brown girl is a problem in itself no that is your only problem wow, that that is the problem <laughs> oh we got racist people out here come on baby Shit, bro, come on <laughs> Come on, Pagamanth is not happy. Pagamanth don't like this. Bro, come on. Are we seriously? I, I can't believe as a person who's born and raised here. It's 2022. You're going to say that your brother who's dating a non-brown girl, that's a problem in and of itself. Yeah. Even, even if your parents don't agree with it, you should be the one telling your parents exactly. to calm the fuck down. Exactly. But instead, you're writing into me talking about how it is a problem. Yeah, no, you're, she's making these other things a problem, but this is the problem. Yeah, this is the problem. But even if she was brown, I can tell she won't be right for him, is what she's saying. Who are you to say? Who's right and who's wrong for him? Yeah. You don't know anything about their intimate relationship. Yeah. That's a really, you know what? I've been thinking about this a lot. Oh, God. Is how people literally don't understand other people's 
personal intimate relationships and how they can make judgment like this. Like you do not know the things that they say to each other in private, how they feel about each other. Yeah. Or how they support one another. Or how they support one another. One time, Gervin told me that she hugged Tony. And I was like, <laughs> I think that is the moment that I had this epiphany. What? Yes. Because like, I was like, oh my God. Like, I forgot that like Gervin and Tony like love each other. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, and, and then like i forget that there's this whole other side of your i'm being dead serious you're laughing right now but like i forget on a daily basis that there's this whole other side of your relationship like that you're married and you guys love each other and you yeah. support each other because you were saying you were having a bad day yeah and you were hugging Tony because you're having a bad day. And when you yeah. said that, I was like, oh, my God. Giving the example of like yeah. months of seeing yeah. us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I that whole act, the reason you told that story completely bypassed me. <laughs> but the thing that's the thing that stuck with me was I was like, oh, my God, like this is like Gavina was having a bad day. Like, no. and then she and then they when, hugged. And then, yeah, she went to Tony for comfort. Like, I was like, <laughs> I was like. Oh my god, like of course, of course, that makes complete sense. Like oh every person, god. the first person you're gonna turn to is your fucking partner. <laughs> yeah. Because they give you support that you can't find elsewhere. Of course. Yeah. But I feel like when you're so close with like someone, yeah, yeah. Or you don't realize that, or you just completely forget. Because you don't want to think about because you don't want to think about that. Parts. Exactly, right? There's this whole other side that is not the public side of their relationship. So that's why this question like triggered me because I was like, you don't know. You have no, no idea. idea what type of intimate relationship they have and what this girl does for him, maybe. Yeah. Or let's say like what they've been together and what's brought them like closer. Or what they've been stuff. through. You don't know any of this type of shit. And who knows? Yeah. Maybe, you know, like they're going through like issues. Like you have no idea what's happening, but you cannot judge their relationship based on how she interacts in large family settings don't make judgments about who is good for someone and who's not good for someone unless there's actually like crazy shit happening unless you have access to insider info that one person in that relationship is telling you i just i think if if anything i think the most that you can expect or want is for your sibling to be happy and for this person that's coming in to not intentionally yeah cause issues yeah yeah, yeah. that's the only issue is that she's not extroverted and she's just quiet yeah that's better than someone who fucking lot the dying and all your fucking family problems and stirring up shit like a thai <laughs> like a thai you know what i mean um anyways she goes she's an awkward anti-social only this child goes on? yes oh there's so much more stop she fully hates her she's an awkward anti-social only child who starts complaining in group settings if we get too loud we're Punjabi and trying to have a good time. We can't help it. Whatever. And if your brother wants to deal with that and, and he's okay with it, because what if, yeah, he grew up in with siblings and in a loud household, but what if he doesn't like it? What if he, exactly. What if she, she's the one like person. You did. 
But you don't like it. I don't like it. I li- this is me. I literally have the Do loudest. Like, when she's describing this Japanese girlfriend, I don't even think I'm not even thinking of a Japanese girl. I'm fully picturing you in that setting. Because I <laughs> I come from a very loud family. Yeah. There's I, but I get anxiety when there's a lot of people in my house when it's very loud. Yeah. And I don't like it. Yeah. The only thing is is that I can fake it yeah like i can fake it very well like if i was in this girl japanese girl's shoes or whatever and people were loud i would never in a million years complain yeah i would fucking take it i would shut my mouth and take it i definitely feel a tinge of anxiety when i go into a setting where people speak a language that i don't understand i'm very i go like i go into like a, it's like going to a fucking nail salon getting your nails and you're like these bitches are talking shit about me <laughs> <laughs> yeah same feeling and so imagine you go into a setting where all these people are they can all speak the same language but you can't understand it so they could be talking about you okay then there's more okay let me read this oh my god they fight constantly and she is very very emotionally and financially dependent on him she'll call him to pay for everything she has even told one of my cousins before that she loves him because she never has to grab her wallet. <laughs> Take it a turn. She long. said it to his cousins? Yeah. So then, that's whatever. They have nothing in common, and she tells my husband and his other friends that there's no one in his life. I know everyone on the podcast thinks 25 is too young, but if he doesn't move on now, he'll never be able to. Wow, bold oh, statement. Oh man. Did you not read the fucking Instagram stories? People are moving on when they're 45. I know for a fact he's with her because she's because he's never been with anyone else and is afraid to lose that feeling rather than the girl itself. My dad has been taking extra BP the Vanya Golia. BP high my BP Dia Golia. My dad has been taking extra BP Dia Golia because he spends so much money. And time on this on this genie. Because her brother spends so much. <laughs> yeah, so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts and opinions on how I should approach the situation? You shouldn't. Yeah. It ain't your damn situation. It's not. None of your goddamn business. It's not your parents either. It's none of your goddamn business. None of your fucking parents' business either, okay? Might be a little bit of your parents because of whatever, however, like, you know, your home situation Your is. financial home situation is. Let's yeah, say yeah, their yeah. parents were always expecting to live with their son. And now it's just like, you know, out of the question. Oh my God. Then this girl goes on to say, oh, I'm so offended. Oh, she goes, can full on desi brown people ever have successful marriages with the Chinese? Oh, this chick is racist. She's the ultimate racialist person. Whoa, this is straight up racist, bro. Yeah. What the fuck is your problem, bro? If anything, if you're going to start getting into this question of the races, because we're all from asian cultures we are actually the very most compatible. fucking compatible and i know plenty of people guys brown guys punjabi guys that are married to chinese girls oh my god yeah we do we literally <laughs> we know i went to their house fucking on the weekend two days I just ago saw her last week too like she's the fucking nicest person gets along so well like try like a fully tries to get her kids to learn punjabi she's doing more than a fucking i think a brown uh, daughter-in-law would do oh 100 percent. she could be fully slapping him in front of everybody and you can't do anything about it it's just fucking none of your business like if he chooses 
to be okay with being treated a certain way. That's his damn choice. He's a full grown man and he can fucking deal with his issues. He's not a fucking child underage that needs to be taken care of. These are choices and decisions that he's making. They have nothing to fucking do with you. Except the one time that you have to see her like once a month or whatever it is. Like, why couldn't you just have just said none of the racist shit that you said and just said, oh, she's like this and she's, I think she's using my brother or whatever. Then you'd have a case. Yeah. Then you just fucking made yourself look like a big idiot. And what are you going to do? Pull your brother by the hair, kicking and screaming out of that relationship? Focus on your own life, man. How many times do I have to tell people to stop meddling in their siblings' business when they don't need to be? For the rest of your life, Pam. Just stop. And maybe he'll, maybe he, Uppy will come to the realization that this isn't the person for him. Or she will, you know, be better. Yeah, or that. But it has nothing to do with you and you can't do anything about it. So just focus on shit that you can control. Yeah. End of fucking story. If anything, this is definitely not going to listen to you. He'll listen to a friend before he listens to you. Yeah, buddy. Sorry to say. Sorry to say, D. <laughs> and stop being racist. And you don't know what's going on in, in their, you know, privacy of their own, like, home or bedroom or whatever <laughs> who knows maybe those feisty fights in their bistra, in their bistra <laughs> maybe those fights end up being you know yeah. maybe, those, maybe he likes those fights maybe he likes being a provider you yes. don't even know that yes so many exactly, oh, my, oh, exactly. Gwali, you know how many guys i know that love being the provider yeah love paying for shit yep love being that version and will go out of their way to find girls that they can take care of oh my god i think that's me maybe (laughs) actually i think tony's like that he is exactly like that yeah and i was that girl what if that's your brother you don't fucking know (sighs) you don't know because you don't know you don't know that side of your head (laughs) no i'm there obviously it's a spectrum it's not like the exact same situation but there are guys that like being the financial providers yeah and what if he wants a girl where like you know pay for everything and he it makes him yeah feel like it like (laughs) makes him feel like a man you don't fucking know you don't know that side of your brother you don't know if like you know handing over his uh wallet horns him up <laughs> you don't know that <laughs> oh god don't say that i bet you i bet you there's a lot of men out there there being, are a majority of them being the financial providers yeah. gives them a you know sense of fucking masculinity and maybe makes them get some fucking horned up <laughs> and then she throws it back <laughs> and it works for them like you cannot judge like these people you don't know a single thing about their intimate relations oh my god wow we just like really reality check was this the first time that i've psychoanalyzed you yeah <laughs> i'm like shook right now <laughs> hi coach i'm a 28 year old guy who listens to your podcast thank you so much Thanks you. I'm in a bit of Bhagwan thanks you as well. I'm in a bit of a dilemma. I'm thinking of getting married. Oh, Bhagwan is not going to like this. I'm thinking of getting married. However, I don't want a reception. Bhagwan <laughs> is not happy. Okay. My girlfriend is adamant we have one, but I'm against it. And I'm thinking of not even getting married now. 
Okay. A bit of background. My dad died when I was 10. Since then, I've had a lot of responsibility. I've graduated uni and got a job and handled all the household bills and affairs, etc. My mom and sister work, but I earn the most and the mortgage and bills are paid by me. Yeah. I have other I have over the years come to understand that this is my responsibility and have no issues with it. It's hard enough saving money in this situation, but over the years I've saved as much as possible. I don't have family money. The reception issue isn't all about money. I also hate large gatherings and I don't drink, so I don't see the point of a reception. To me, it would just be a waste of money. I'd rather donate the money to Casa Aid or give it to someone in need or save half of it for a house Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. deposit. I explained this to my girlfriend when we first started dating, but now she's insisting on doing a reception. Yeah, because now she's in full on like imagining her wedding Wedding mode. mode. Yeah, That is a bad mode. I have been to many weddings where they don't have a reception. They just do the Anand garage and have catering at the Godra after. I'm seriously thinking of just ending it with this girl. I think I was going there. I was like, if she doesn't fully... Okay, all these reasons. Obviously, I'd be crazy to be like, what do you mean you're not going to give me a party? <laughs> like, this is all rational stuff. And my thing is, like, if you're not going to do this, like, yeah, have a simple wedding and then call it. Like, that's it. That's fine. Or where if this was a rational thinking girl, if you because yeah, if he doesn't even drink, like if he's not a natural part, like, for example, me and Tony, we both love parties. But if he's not, if he doesn't like parties or partying or large crowds or drinking, like all these things that are, you know, the highlights of all of these events, then yeah, 100% doesn't make sense. But they should find like a middle ground. Like I would be like, you know, can we do like a small, small that's thing? That's exactly what I was thinking. I'm a like, small, intimate thing at like a cute venue with our like closest people. That's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like a small, cute venue, like 50 people, yeah. like just your closest friends. You don't even have to invite family, friends, yeah. all all the young people, no parents. Yeah, like Monday and Lucky's rece- reception, which was like, you know how people go to the park after the wedding? Yeah. So because of hers was like a super COVID wedding, we had to like improvise and we did like a it was pretty much like a day, you know how in india like the daytime partying that people do like the reception daytime reception it was like that and it was seriously so much freaking fun dude i don't know if this is because i'm older now and i'm at the point where like i would be okay with having a court marriage at this point yeah 100 percent. i 100 percent support that I, I like obviously if you asked me 10 years ago yeah. i would be like no but if I was dating a guy and it was like the love of my life and he was like, I just be like, let's just do a court marriage. Yeah. I honestly would be like, okay, as long as I can just buy one bridal outfit and take pictures, that's all yeah. I care about. Like, I don't know if it, it's because of my age now or what, but if I was dating someone and I was going to get married to this person and they came to me with these reasons, these are the reasons why. Yeah. Like I would not be pushing for like, no, I want a big reception. No, like no. I just wouldn't. Honestly, as, as much as it sucks, maybe this is not the person for you because this comes down to values. Because, dude, imagine all the financial shit that you have to do together for the rest, rest of, your, of your, life. your life. Yeah. Even if you keep, let's say you keep your finances separate. Yeah. Oh, it gets messy. But even just like, but if you guys can't even figure this out, yeah. what is your future going to look like? What do you like? This is a party. But if you're not giving her any like leeway and she's not giving you any leeway, you guys are butting heads, right? If you have given the option like, hey, let's do something small with just our friends. 
and this is the budget and she's still saying no i want a big thing then maybe this is not the person for you but if you're not budging either that might be a little bit of a how much are you willing to give her yeah and how much is she willing to like which is literally marriage exactly yeah like finding a middle ground depending like depending on the situation where you like sometimes you need you do truly need to find a middle ground and sometimes you do fully just go with what the other person's saying and and then other times they fully go with what you're saying because it doesn't matter as much to you right but this is a thing that both of you guys like not having it matters and having the reception matters but now you guys need to come to a middle ground and neither of you guys are willing to budge you're not this yeah. is not going to work. Yeah. If you're the type of guy where you're like absolutely not even a single red cent is going to go towards this party. Yeah. And if he was like, like, um, open about it from the beginning and then at the last moment, she's like, eh, no, actually, never mind. Imagine all the other things that you guys have like talked about. And, yeah. you know, what if she starts having an issue with the fact that you're supporting your mom and you're hundred percent, that's going to happen. Five thousand percent. That's going to happen. <laughs> what if you guys have a kid and then she starts getting pissed that like you're not like she feels like your your mom and your sister should be able to like support themselves by now and you have a family of your own to worry about yeah i but i do think i I don't want this guy to get the wrong idea and be like well pammy and gravine are saying i don't have to have a reception i would throw the idea out there to my fiance so hey okay understand that you don't have a big reception can we have at least a party with our friends and just my close cousins, all the young people, no parents, none of that shit, small venue. We can cap it. Like we can put a budget on it, whatever. But I still want to have something because my friends, like all these people have been doing parties and stuff. I want to be able to like celebrate with them too. And if he was the type of guy was like, he's like, no, 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 not a single, no. Then I'd be like, Hey, fuck you. Then you're not even willing to do that much for me. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Then she should leave you. Yeah, then she should leave you. Hundred <laughs> percent. Both leave each other. All right, guys. Hopefully, you enjoyed this episode. Um, if you can follow Gravine on Instagram at Gravine Bearing or Inc. by, Inc. by Follow the official podcast Instagram account at Coach Me Podcast. You can subscribe to the Patreon. We have bonus content on there. Ep- link in the episode details or on the Instagram page. We'll catch you next week on Coaches. Don't play. Bye.